0: 70. An L.A. sports icon. Fred
1: Rogan is here
0: tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. am the D. Fred, Fred. Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Mike. A USC All-American.
1: USC's Rodney Peete, An NFL quarterback.
0: Absolutely perfectly delivered by
1: Rodney, Rodney Peete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney.
0: And we continue on. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete, by 5 a.m. 570 L.A. Sports. Uh, again, here's an alert. We expect to see you. We hope to see you. Friday in Santa Monica. We better see you. Third Street Promenade. We'll be out there doing the show from noon to 3. Lots of Dodger tickets. Other giveaways for you if you come out. Only way you can win them is if you're there, by the way. We're not going to give those out on the air. We give them away when we do the live shows. Steve Yeager will be there with us on the air. We'll have other guests as well. So we invite you and we hope you can make it. Friday afternoon, three o'clock or noon to three. Uh, we're going to be out there doing the show. and We're looking forward to it. Uh, if you missed any of the show today, remember download the iHeartRadio app and you can take us anywhere you go. You can listen to us live. You can stream us every day, but if you miss parts of the show, uh, you can go back and podcast the program in the first hour. We talked a lot about Jack Morris. And if you didn't hear the story, uh, Morris made some comments last night. He's the tiger baseball analyst about Shohei Otani. And, uh, Uh, Some consider that to be insensitive and racial, as many of our Twitter followers let me know. Now, also on social media, they said, wait a minute. This guy sounds like the cartoon character Elmer Fudd, and he was doing an impression of Elmer Fudd. In any event, Bally Sports, which operates the regional sports network in Detroit, has suspended him indefinitely. Because when something like that happens, that's the only thing you can do. Suspend the guy. And let things simmer down. Now, the word "indefinitely" means he may never come back. But we talked about that in the first hour of the show, and if you missed it, feel free you know to what that, Fred, uh, podcast. And that,
2: it's a shame that he uh, he didn't say "run like a wascally wabbit."
0: That's right, you silly. Because wabbit. he would have
2: gotten in trouble. Because very, you know, the, what he said sounds much like an, an Asian slur. Yeah. When you say very, very carefully the way he says. Well, what's But interesting- if he said Waskily Wabbit, it'd have been okay.
0: Yeah. It's funny because we simply posed the question. We played you the sound of um, Jack Morris, and then we played you the sound of Elmer Fudd. We played him. Okay. Everybody can decide on their own, but we gave you a chance to hear both and, you know, however you wanted to process it. There wasn't a person that said the guy sounded like Elmer Fudd. Not one. Every one of them said it was insensitive and it was racial. So we talked about that in hour one, feel free. And also in hour one today, if you missed it, LaMelo Ball's PSA. LaMelo Ball, of course, (laughs) Charlotte Hornets, talking about the importance or lack thereof of school and actually did a PSA that we invented. Kevin did it. It was hilarious. So, please, if you didn't hear any of that today, check the podcast out. All right, now let's have some spirituality. Let's come together. I'll defend this man with every every inch of my life, Rodney. You know that. We all will. So, now for the Daily Haiku at 2. It's time to welcome on Vic the Brick. And Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Fred. Hello, Vic. How is your knee healing? My knee's much better, thank you. It's it, We're fine. To, we're fine. Me and my knee, we're fine. Uh, had a little physical therapy this morning. So uh, I've got 11, right on. 11 more nice. sessions of it, and then I'm good to go. They told me do not, do not walk to work. They, they warned me, don't do it this week, Vic, because I was going to do it Friday. I'm not going to do it. On Monday, I'm starting to walk to work again. I've missed it. Um, living this close, it's a little over a mile. It takes me about 17, 18 minutes. Starting Monday, I'm walking to work again. Well, don't push it, Fred. Yeah, that's what they told me.
3: You'll know when you can when when you can get back to normal. Your knee will tell you. There'll be a communication.
0: It's communicated. I would try it tomorrow if I could.
3: Listen to your body. Yeah. Good advice. Good afternoon, Rodney Pete.
1: First of all, I ain't no bitch.
3: Again, Rodney, why does he go there? I
2: don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why his fingers can't help themselves. And he has happy
3: fingers. Connect. I'm the D. Happy fingers. Like happy feet as a quarterback. You know, like Josh Rosen in the pocket, you know.
0: Nothing happy about his, his NFL, NFL
3: career. That. Happy feet.
0: Yeah.
3: I have happy digits. You do have happy digits. Yes. He's the executive producer of the Rogan and Rodney show. Please put your hands together. He's relentless. He's indefatigable, and he's a Renaissance man, and he's Kevin figures. Wait a
2: minute! Wait a minute! Wait! Mm -hmm. Stop!
0: Stop! Stop! Huh? What What does indefatigable mean? (laughs) Tireless. Indefatigable. 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 Yes. Okay. That is like Like the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
2: Grow your mind. I never yeah. heard of it, Fred. So, why is it? Is it the dumbest thing you haven't never heard of it? Or is it I th- you know what is, I,
0: It is a word. You know what I honestly thought? I thought it was Vic making up words
2: again. Haven't you had
0: an extended no. conversation with Conan Nolan, Fred? That's right. About being indefatigable? Indefatigable. 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 Oh, okay. Well, I didn't understand it. That's why I said, what is that it's word? It's a
3: great SAT word. Yeah, it's an SAT it's, word.
0: Yeah. What are we Remember doing? Those wacky we doing? words? I thought he made up a word again, Rodney. You know he well, makes up words. I
1: love to make up words. I love the language. But you
0: didn't
2: even come love- close to what he said. Well, you made up the word.
1: Correct. That's right. It's a good point, Rodney.
2: Wait a minute. Vic yep. said
1: it right. Fred just butchered it. And so in your mind, it sounded like, to all of us, it sounds like a word that Fred actually made up. Because I knew that it was a real word for Vic. <laughs> and it's not the
0: first time he uses yeah. the word. What about the time that he was talking about pawn shops and he said porn
1: shops? Well, I think that's a, a, a accent or
0: said know, a, the
2: Brooklyn a, in accent. A queens difference. way. Yeah. Right. He said porn in, 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 in Queens. Again, right. Fred, porn in Queens. Fred is hearing he things
1: he wants to hear, is what it turns out to be.
0: That's kind of like our listeners.
1: <laughs> so let's
0: I think say. I was referring to
3: one of the great uh, under the radar television shows, Porn Stars. Yes. You know, they got the great gold and silver operation right outside of Vegas.
0: Right. They brought Seika in for an episode. <laughs> Who'd they bring in? Don't worry about it. Do you watch that show? It's
3: a, it's a sensational show.
0: I think Ginger Lynn in the old-timers game was working behind the counter. <laughs> at the porn
3: shop? Yeah, at the porn shop, Vic. That's a tough gig, man. Let me tell you. She she would agree. I mean, you, you have to understand, you know, how much each item costs, the background, the story. You've got to negotiate the piece. Sure you do. It's, it's hard.
0: you got to negotiate that piece,
3: Vic. Absolutely. Stop it, Fred. I mean, Stop, Stop it. I'm the dean. And knee surgery, I'm telling you. Every single drop of audio you hear on AM570 LA Sports throughout the day is produced, executed, and created by this man. It's the master of all time and space. It's Ronnie Facio Oh, National Treasure. The one and only VTB. Technology King and stuff. Listen. What? Before we get to the haiku. crew? Yes. I could easily pile on Jack Morris, of course, but I just want to commend Bally Sports Detroit for immediately uh, having the clarity to yank him off the air.
0: You didn't think it was an Elmer Fudd impersonation?
3: Not at all. And put him in <laughs> sensitivity training. Now, here's what I would do if I was ahead of Bally Sports, which I'm not, but I'll play one on the radio. Sure. Tonight, before the game, Jack Morris goes into the Angel Dugout. And personally apologizes to Shohei Ohtani. Meet Shohei. Say hello to Shohei, and offer your apology personally to Shohei. I'm sure he's never met Otani son, but it's a good opportunity for Jack Morris to, you know, come out of his bubble and apologize, for, you know, personally. I think that'll be good for Jack. You know, knowing Otani's personality, I don't believe he's offended, you know, by the remark last night. Shohei is very, you know, he's just a cool cat, Uh, Shohei Otani. He he doesn't take that uh, personally. But uh, if I'm from Bali Sport and say, you know, Jack, it's not a bad idea, why don't you come on down to the Angel Dugout? And apologize personally to Shohei Ohtani. I think that'll be a nice step forward.
0: Yes, but they have suspended him indefinitely, so he's
3: probably not going to. Well, be he's there. suspended from the broadcast booth. He's still in the. He can still go to the stadium. I'm sure.
2: So, Vic, you don't think there's any remote chance that he
3: not at was all referring Rodney, to more fun. No, no, not oh, at no. all. <laughs> not at all. Listen, if Jack Morris didn't win 234 games, he'd be ice fishing in Minnesota. He still may be. He could be. He could be there for the next couple weeks. This guy has a history of overt, uh, horrific statements. Uh, you know, back in the day, nineteen ninety, I, I, I remember a female reporter uh, asked Jack a question after the game, and Jack uh, made a you know a mis- 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 Misogynist? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, misogynist?
0: Misogynist.
3: Misogynist statement, I'm sorry. Misogynist statement uh, to the female reporter. And he basically got off very easily there. But that was 1990. That was you know, before times of sensitivity and times of rationality. Uh, so he has a track record of really uh, some overt and uh, crazy statements. So I don't think it was an Elmer Fudd imitation at all. All right, well, but some people—he needs clarity. He needs clarity, and I think a sensitivity training is good for Jack.
0: You know what's interesting? But, but wait, wait, wait a minute, Vic. You know what's interesting to me? Anytime something like this happens, the first—well, we got to give this person sensitivity training. Right. Do you think they go through the training and go, yeah, right? Or do you think it works?
3: Do they go through the training? Or you cut out on me, Fred. If you, no, what's the question? My
0: point is, all right, you're going to go to sensitivity training. Okay. You go yeah. to sensitivity training. Do you think they just go through it to go through it, or do you think it really
3: changes them? Great question. I believe it really changes them if they are open to open to change and, and open to seeing the light and open you know, to draw in positive energy if you're immersed in negative energy, it uh, doesn't matter how many sensitivity courses you take, Right. Uh, you're going to be drowning, you know, in that ugly dynamic. But if you're open, absolutely, you could change. I mean, enlightenment can happen in a moment. That's all it takes. So, again, I think if you met Otani personally, I think that would change Jack. Uh, in all future broadcasting endeavor. Um, I believe in just meeting the meeting, you know, the, the problem head on. Uh, his misogy- his uh, misogyny, his misogyny back in 1990. I think if he, you know, personally apologized to a female reporter, I think that would have you know set him straight as well. But you know, but, but you know, back in the day, where, you know, wherever, everyone was living in darkness. You know, we're talking uh, if you know, four, um, 30 years ago. Uh, you know, G- Jack was obviously a slap on the wrist for that statement. He, you know, he was a ball player, and he said, oh, that's that's Jack Morris. And But those days are over, you know. You know, thank, thank the gods, those days are over. But, again, I'm into solving the problem. I'm not into piling on Jack. I want Jack to, you know, see the light. I want Jack to understand, you know, like you said earlier, Rodney, you cannot be tone deaf. Understand the room of the planet. The planet is your room now. Your room isn't just Jack Morris, uh, you know, you know, trying to be funny uh, when you're not. You again, you know, quoting the great, uh, you know, ball, ball patriarch. Know your lane. You're a mediocre sportscaster. You know, doing commentary. You're not a comedian. You're not, you're not a great uh, voice artist. Uh, know your lane, Jack. So that's another, th- another thing I would add. I mean, listen, it's a, it's a teachable moment. That's what we have to all understand. These are teachable moments. We can move on and get, you know, and learn and move positive, you know, move the tribe forward. This is a teachable moment, not just piling on Jack Morris. I don't want to do that. I want Jack, I want Jack really to uh, see the light. You know, again, enlightenment can happen in a moment. Can I get that gong, please? Well, since we had the gong now, Vic,
0: will today's haiku help enlighten Jack Morris and all of us?
3: Well, I'm staying with the old pond. Not the frog again. But it's not by Basho, it's by Shiki. Okay, all right. You know, old pond has a, a, a lot of significance in haiku. You didn't like
2: the plop, huh, Fred? Well, we've had the plop before. Or the fizz.
0: Oh, what a relief it is. Fred, it's not an Alka-Seltzer commercial. I'm sorry.
2: My mistake.
0: And
3: who even knows from Alka-Seltzer anymore?
0: It still exists, doesn't it?
3: I mean, what happens? Let's say you have an upset stomach. What do you take? You're not taking Alka-Seltzer anymore. What do you are take? you? I don't know. What do you take? If I have an upset stomach, I'll probably drink like a 7-Up. I'll drink a soda. Sure. You know, something to settle my... uh Settle the tummy down. Maybe a little Pepto, maybe a little Mylanta. <laughs> yeah, listen, I go old school on that. Yeah, I go old school if it, if it still works.
0: Yeah.
3: Rodney, right, how about you? What do you think if you have an upset stomach? A <laughs> little herbal tea. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Herbal tea is beautiful. You know, if you can get away from uh, you know meds, okay, that's Nick. the way to go. Right. Okay. I myself don't. I'm heavily uh, medicated, even as I speak. We, we Who wrote out. that? Two shows nightly. Pacoima, Helton. Hello. Yeah, we can tell. Thank you so much. We we know that. Vic. Vic. Herbal tea. Well, what, yeah, what kind yeah, of yeah, what yeah, kind yeah, of herbal yeah, tea, Rodney? Yeah, would yeah. you would you uh, for for an upset stomach? Would well, you take?
2: There's a there's a tummy tummy time tea, Vic. You know they've mm-hmm. got it all kinds. There's a special tummy time tea that I like when I have it up. Okay. Time. Yeah.
3: Yeah. See.
2: There's a little. Yeah. I prefer to
3: you know, drink tea. that tummy time yeah. tea than you know than yeah, yeah. then do a uh, then do a med and, and add that you know to my to system. I, 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 add I, that to the system, Vic. I would. I, I think. I think you're in the right direction there, Rodney. Go herbal. Yeah. yeah. Go natural. Go natural, Fred.
2: Okay, Vic. How about a little you haiku? The, you get the right herb, Vic. You know, they work They work better than the medicine. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. And your system says thank you. Natural. Yeah, thank natural. you very much. Vic, the haiku? This haiku for you on this Wednesday, August the 18th. Old Pond, upside down. The shell of a cicada floats there. Not feeling you,
0: cheeky. I believe we have had the cicada in the past. Cicadas are very important to haiku. Yeah, so we've had it more than once. Well Why respected. C- yeah. Why is cicada important to the haiku? Then?
3: Well, it's a well respected insect of the uh, you know of the animal kingdom. You know, provides that you know very soothing haiku. Uh, that noise it makes, and haiku artists are infatuated with the cicada.
0: So if it was floating on its shell, it was floating upside down, correct?
3: Correct. The shell of a cicada floats so there. It,
0: it was dead?
2: The shell of the cicada, Fred.
0: I understand, but if it's on the shell, that means it's on its back,
2: and it could mean it's dead. The shell, Fred, was floating.
3: They shed their shell, or you, Fred. Or, or or they You shed could stay their, up their shell. on the yes. positive side and yes. so say it's alive and it's just kind of swimming.
0: Oh no, I didn't know they shed their shell. They do. Yes. Okay. Well, then it's shellless. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Get another shell, Fred.
0: Does it grow another shell? Sure. Yes. <laughs> oh, it replenishes its own shell. It comes out with another shell, Fred. <laughs> oh, it does. Yes, and then it hardens. I didn't know. And then it uh, repeats and, and does oh, the same goodness, thing over Fred. and over again until it reaches maturity.
2: See. See? This is why school is important? I was just thinking. <laughs> <that>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get you caught up on everything that's happened today. Next, with a split.
1: Gov. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you
0: can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app.
1: Rogan and Rodney. AM
0: 570, LA
2: Sports. hope oh, is the lippin'. Coca-Cola's sponsor. Whoa. Run up with your boot. Ho is a monster. Oh, yeah, Rodney Pete. They like me like that. Every Fred Rogan. VTV. Oh, come on now.
0: Yeah! Alright, you ready to find out what's going on? Get caught up? Experience. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Run fire, buddy Jacob Ebrani. You have a problem, he's got the answer. The best in the business, our attorney, he should be yours. Jacob Ebrani,
1: 844 24 Jacob. Accident. No injury, call Jacob. Ronnie, call Jacob. The Lakers looking to add even more youth to their roster. I say that very sarcastically. A report from Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports saying that they recently worked out Isaiah Thomas. Not Zeke, but the former Laker, former Boston Celtic, former Washington Husky Isaiah Thomas, who previously played with the Lakers. Darren Collison, remember he flirted with the Lakers, set at Staples Center next to Genie Buss before the shutdown last year, before ultimately deciding not to come out of retirement. And another veteran guard, Mike James, who played for the Brooklyn Nets last season. Chris Ains also reports, and very uh, very disappointingly for many of us, it would also mean that Jared Dudley's tenure with the team is probably over if they bring in another player to fill the last roster spot. Oh, my God, not NBA champion Jared Dudley. You're right. That's my fault. I didn't say NBA champion
0: yeah, Jared Dudley.
2: Short,
1: that's totally my bad.
0: Yeah, well, they're certainly, uh, certainly big on experience over there. you got to give them that. To say the least. Uh, I didn't see Jared Dudley go. Uh, you know, a player as much a mascot as a player. It's fun to have around. I'd hate to see him go. They don't need any more guards. They're fine. Keep Jared Dudley, Rodney.
2: Keep Jared Dudley. Go to campaign. Keep Jared, keep Jared Dudley. Yeah. Um. Isaiah Thomas, huh?
1: Yeah. I think he recently you, dropped like 60 points at like some exhibition yeah, so, somewhere.
2: Right, right. What do you think about that, Fred? No Isaiah Thomas?
1: I like Isaiah Thomas.
0: I actually liked him when he played for the Lakers. I thought it was fun to watch. But uh, they're building this thing in an analytic way. Maybe they feel like they need one more guard that can shoot. I'd still keep Jared Dudley.
3: I love Jay Duds. Listen, experience is divine. And his impact in the locker room is profound. Is Jay Duds now isaiah thomas can score no doubt like i say he dropped 60 in some you know cockamamie exhibition but i think overriding uh, you know an occasional you know trade from isaiah thomas i'd much prefer having uh jay dud's leadership and experience in the locker room uh you know to add to this veteran group but isaiah thomas he, you think about his career and you got to reach out to the guy. I mean, he was on the verge of, you know, one of those Supermax contracts when he went down with that yeah. severe knee injury, yeah. and he never got it back. Yeah. I and mean, he was on the verge. He was knocking on the door. He was playing great ball, yeah. and then he just went into the abyss. So I, I, I hope he, ha- you know, if he finds a gig somewhere, I dig Isaiah Thomas, and you know, my heart goes out to him. What happened with that, uh, with that injury? But he wants to get back. He can still score. You know, you drop 60 in a cockamamie league or you drop 60 in uh you know in in, in any league it means you can still shoot but again I would I would definitely if'm if I had to make make my choice I'm going with Jay duds
1: I think I'd probably take Darren Collison, who's probably the best individual player of all those guys involved. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah. What do I know? Uh, so, remember Kevin Durant? Well, we just, weren't
2: talking about him, Kevin. Oh,
1: sorry. My bad. My bad. Just, just want to give Darren Collison some love. Give some love yes, to yes. – I know he's a Bruin there, mm-hmm. here, but give him some love there. All right. So, we know Kevin Durant left the Golden State Warriors a couple of years ago, and everybody wondered, why did you leave? You guys are going to the finals every year. You don't get injured. Clay Thompson doesn't get injured. You probably win another championship your final season. Many people point the finger to Kevin Durant and Draymond Green kind of button heads towards the end. Now, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green participated in this new Bleacher Report series called Chips, and they basically did a sit-down interview and actually talked about some of the reasons as to why Kevin Durant ended up leaving. Both of them basically put some of the blame on Steve Kerr and Bob Myers for mishandling that previous argument the two of them got into. Remember, that was a game against the Clippers back a couple of years ago when that happened. Now, Kevin Durant said it wasn't the argument necessarily, it was the way that everybody, Steve Kerr, namely, acted like it didn't happen. Bob Myers just tried to discipline you, again talking to Draymond, and thought that would just put a mask over everything. Draymond Green said he actually talked to Bob Myers a couple of times after the incident and said, quote, Y'all are about to F this up. I said the only person that can make this right is KD and me. There's nothing y'all can do, and y'all are going to F this up. And in my opinion, they did. And Durant said, I think so, too. How they messed that up, I'm not 100% sure. This is two grown men having a two, an issue, and if the two of them could have worked it out, I don't know why that falls on Steve Kerr and Bob Myers.
0: Well, if he said, the only two that could F this up is you, but this is between KD and me, well, then if it was between the two of them, they didn't get it worked out. If he already said the other two couldn't do anything to help, but then said it's their fault. Right. How about this? If you're Draymond Green, why why are you even attempting to have an issue with Kevin Durant? You know with him there what that means. Why would you even have a problem?
2: Because it's teammates in the heat of battle going to war together, Fred. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you're the best player on the team. It doesn't matter. Sometimes you... you his teammates are—we're all equal in the locker room now. Some guys may be better than others, obviously, but in the heat of battle, sometimes, sometimes you gotta—you gotta get on the best player, or the second best player, or the third best player, and vice versa. So that happens. That happens. Um, I think what what Draymond I think was referring to, because I did see a little bit of that, was that they—they they disciplined him. They suspended Draymond. Which would he, that was what he was referring to—that you're gonna f this up—is that you guys are stepping in, and now you're gonna suspend me for this when we both had an argument, which, if you remember, added to added more fuel to that fire that was already brewing. And I think that was the point he was making. But I, I also agree—if you're gonna handle it, handle it. If you guys right. are gonna do? You're gonna deal with it? Deal with it. Um, I thought it was really awkward since Draymond is was calling them out and still playing there.
3: But every situation is unique and singular when it comes to the team dynamic, and Dre and Durant you know, had a very, I would say, love-hate relationship. But if Draymond is the so-called spiritual leader of the Golden State Warriors, and he wants to, you know, you know, dole out some, you know, some. Uh, some toxic verbiage. You gotta know. You gotta know the person. Did he really know Kevin Durant? The sensitivity uh, where where his uh, you know, outburst would lead. I don't believe he did. I think he just reacted. But as a leader of men, uh, you, you've got to know when and where you know to uh, attack someone's personality. Which Draymond did. He obviously attacked you know Kevin Durant for some reason, even though you know Durant was. Uh, you, the vital cog in their, in, their, in a road to bling upon bling, uh, Durant was the man. So Draymond showed a, a lack of a lack of uh, leadership there in a, in the way he went about it. You know, maybe you know with uh, with Kevin, you do it in, the qu- in a quiet corner of the locker room, but you don't do it. You know. In the face of the squad, where everyone can see you getting in the face of of Kevin, I uh, I remember the incident not with vivid detail, but I do remember Draymond was a little you know out of control, you know, and Kevin was basic it was in Kevin's face, and Kevin doesn't like that, especially you know in front of the the crowd and the and the squad. So you got to show some some uh, some judgment, you know, yep. when you're going to. Uh, Rake into an opponent. As you remember, Rodney, when yeah. Salida the leader, you know the team at quarterback. You knew when to pull back. Certain guys couldn't take it. Certain guys could. Am I right? Of course, of
2: course, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Some guys you can get in their face and yell all day, and they they'd respond. And then some guys you do that too, and they go in a they go in the tank and shell, and you lose them for the whole game. So yeah, you got to pick and choose who you who you deal with like that. And
3: Draymond picked the wrong guy. Yeah.
2: So there was some big news out of the soccer
1: world, international soccer, last week with Lionel Messi leaving FC Barcelona, who he was with since he was, I think he was 12 or 13 years old, he was part of that club, going to PSG. Uh, And so he had a very emotional press conference, tearful press conference. And apparently there's this international e-commerce platform called MyKudo, and I hope I pronounced that correctly. Someone who was at his press conference, allegedly, Picked up the tissue that he was actually crying in and batting his eyes with, you know, making sure he gets his tears and snot and everything else, whatever you want to say. And they actually listed it on this e-commerce platform. If you want to purchase, yes, yes, Rodney, you can purchase Messi's used tissue from his farewell press conference for the low, low price of one million dollars. Now, when they, the seller that posted it along with their message said that it's so expensive because it contains Messi's genetic material, <laughs> which could be used to clone him. Now, a Honus wow, Wagner they did not card. Put that in the nah, I swear I'm not making this up, Rodney. I'm not to making this up. Him. To clone Got him. It has his DNA, Fred. It has his DNA. Now, a Honus Wagner uh, card just went for $6 million earlier this week. So, Fred, you shelling out one million dollars so you can possibly clone your own little Messi and get you another uh, superstar soccer player? I wouldn't give you snot for that <laughs> tissue. I got
0: to be honest <laughs> with you. How
1: disturbing is
0: that? How how it disturbing is. is that? Take this. There's DNA in it, and bam, you've got another little Messi. It's like uh,
2: breeding horses. Well, it is disgusting. What if and and. How did they verify it? Does Messi have to sign it? Does he have to authenticate it? What if Messi was just wanted to mess with him because he's so disgusting? Go, that's not mine. That's what? somebody else's. That I don't know who that is. It discredited.
0: Yeah, but the guy that picked it up also used his hands. Yeah, so that probably tainted
1: yeah. the sample. There you go.
0: Yep. Right, so, you know, whoever buys it to get Messi's DNA is going to get some guy five, two, three hundred 300 pounds of a porter <laughs> covering soccer. Not going to get Messi.
3: Obviously, an insane stretch, but who knows what it's worth? It's only worth what someone will pay for it. True. But uh, you know, Messi leaving Barcelona and going to a you know Paris Saint Germain, Saint Germain, is uh, is radical. But you know, putting the tissue up, for, you know, on eBay or where we or where we e commerce. Some it's, international site. It's not eBay. Oh, it's not eBay. It's not eBay. Well, it's a stretch, but you, you know, people are so in love with with Messi. You know, there's oh, so yeah. many devotees, you know, of Messi on, on the planet. One of the most popular athletes on the planet, no doubt. You never know. You never know who who bid, who make a bid on it. Some wacky bid.
2: And, it, and it's out there, Vic. Uh, a good friend of mine told me, uh, you know, obviously TikTok, so Instagram, more TikTok are are so huge. Thriller, all those those platforms, social media platforms. That these people that have, you know, multi 50 million followers, it's it's a big deal for them to follow you. If you're somebody trying to start out, trying to build your base and trying to build your your uh, your following, and people are paying. For certain people to pay them, I mean to follow, just to follow them
3: and like them. It's a crazy world. Oh, absolutely, it. absolutely. Let's let's say this guy who picked up the the messy tissue went to uh, you know the, porn sh- the porn shop in pawn the pawn shop and pawn stores in Las Vegas yes! and put it on the counter, you know, for Rick, you know, to buy. How much would Rick pay? Well,
2: Interesting.
3: I don't know. You know, let's because anything's for sale. It's astonishing to me, but it is. Anything is for sale, yeah. and the and the this love for Messi, of course, is never ending. So uh, he he may have made himself a lot of money. This guy.
1: That's what's lighting up the headlines.
3: That is like, like the dumbest like, thing I've ever heard.
1: Uh-oh. Great. I mean, Whoa. I think when it comes to the Messi story, Doc isn't wrong. Yeah, I agree with him. All right, we're back to wrap it up
0: and Rodney. Rodney Pete. An athlete. Rodney Pete. A father. Rodney Pete. An L.A. icon. Rodney Pete. And
2: this guy. Red Rogan. AM 570 L.A. Sports.
0: Well, your world champion Dodgers take on the Pirates tonight at the stadium. First pitch 710. Catch the game right here on your home of Dodger Baseball, AM 570 LA Sports, and stream the game in HD for free on the iHeartRadio app. Brought to you by Premier Jeep Point of Buena Park. Get a great deal during the Start Something New series. Visit Premier
2: CDJR
0: Buena Park. And starting tomorrow, if you've not seen SoFi Stadium, we'll give you a chance. We have 10 four packs of tickets Ho-ho! to see the Chargers play the 49ers this weekend. So we'll give some away tomorrow, and the rest we'll give away Friday when we're on the 3rd Street Promenade in Santa Monica, noon to 3. We expect to see everybody out there. Rodney, Kevin, thank you. Great job as Lamella Ball today, Kevin. It was huge.
2: Rodney, will do it tomorrow. Right on. to live and die in L.A. On my people say. die place to
1: be. To live and die